the fuck is that guy? I make my own moves, yeah, I'm boss. All weak bitches, please proceed to the exit. Is there no one else? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> We are not for the week. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Not for the Week podcast. It's your boy James, and it's Jeremy. Back at it again. Today we got a guest. It's my boy from the other side of the world, from New Zealand, Kieran Headley, aka the Kiwi Skucks. The Kiwi Skucks. Good dude. Awesome dude. Online trainer. Um, online kind of fitness motivational guy. Personality, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how you classify that, but um, really good dude. Helps out a lot of people, especially in when it comes to mental health and fitness and just overall mental health. Yeah, he's got a lot of really awesome and amazing uh, tips. Uh, some that I ended up finding, you know, pretty useful. So yeah. I think it was it was, it was good. He, we talk a lot about mental health. We talk about social media um, tips to get out of you know depression, getting outside your comfort zone, making yourself feel better. Um, changing your headspace and everything. Yeah, changing the headspace and, and getting yourself in a better position to have a good day, which mm-hmm. I think is is crucial. Uh, I was gonna say absolutely, that's all. But then I was like, eh, nah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a good conversation. Hopefully, you guys stick around for the whole thing. Make sure you guys click that subscribe button, leave a five star review, and tell a friend. Yes. Or Jeremy will come after you. I will. I'll find you. I know who doesn't tell a friend, so. Yeah. Because, well, actually, I don't know. How do we measure that? We'll have to check. We'll have to see who's, <laughs> a, we'll have to see who's actually been leaving a five-star review for us. But, yeah. Anyway. I have to figure out how to even leave a five-star review so I can five-star review our own podcast. And you better not be the first one. There better be something. There better. Come if on, guys. If you're listening to this and Jeremy leaves a five-star <laughs> review before you, your mom's a hoe. Your butt. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> And if she's actually a hoe, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hopefully she's not. No no offense meant there to all the hoes out there. Yeah, if you're hoeing, hey. Hey. Gotta pay the bills. <laughs> anyway, this is the Not For The Week podcast with Kieran Headley. Yes. Let's go. All right, so we're here with Kieran. What's going on, What's big guy? Up? What's up? The Skuxy New Zealander. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. The Skuxy Kiwi, mate. That's, that's the way you can call me if you want to. <laughs> Before we get too too far into it, because I'm sure you'll you'll probably drop that. What what exactly is a skucks? For those all that, right, that so, aren't educated. All right, all right. Let's do some education briefly. Okay, so skucks. All right. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm from New Zealand. Okay, which is why technically a Kiwi is a is a New Zealander. So that's why I'm going to be a Kiwi for you. All right. But that's a skucks is a uh, is a terminology for a stud, basically. So it's by definition, a really cool person that is attracted by the opposite sex. So that's the Skucks. Solid. Solid. I'm going to change my username to Skucks. <laughs> yeah, start, start, there we go. Start oh. a trend right here. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Hash, right. I'm going to start hashtagging it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll catch on, man. It'll yeah, catch man. on in the U.S. People right after this podcast. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kieran, you're online, basically an online fitness personality you do a lot of online coaching and stuff right yeah man yeah so long story short i was a personal trainer and then decided that i wanted to reach more people and i'm um, in more areas of the world and um which is why i travel so much so yeah i mean online was the way to go and it was just such a great way to leverage my time 
um, to be able to affect more people in a deep way than um, than be stuck in the same four walls every single day. If you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah there's 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 a we've talked about this before. There's there's a there's a limit to how much how many people you can actually interact with on a daily basis. Like being an in person personal trainer, it's like definitely there's only yeah. so many hours in the day, right? Oh man, couldn't agree more, man. So it's just finding ways to leverage that, right? Yeah. It's cool. It's it's cool too because where are you at? You're at you're up in Canada right now. Yeah, um, so up in Quebec, uh, the province, so Quebec City as well. So it's a French-speaking place. And to keep the story short, I, I'm here to sort of US visa. And out of all the, I think it was like seven different cities in Canada that you can actually, that actually has a US consulate to register a visa in. It was the cheapest place to go. So literally, that's the reason why I chose it. And it's a French-speaking place. So I'm just sort of struggling along <laughs> trying to, yeah, learn learn basics in French. I didn't even realize I'd end up here, and I'm here with um Californian clothes, uh, not Canadian clothes. So you can understand how that feels going outside. Yeah. Not not quite prepared for the. Nah, it can't be that cold though, right? Ah, oh, it's good fun. What's that? It can't be that cold up there, no. Oh no, not at all. It um only hit. I think it was like seven degrees Fahrenheit the other day. It's it's great. So yeah. Short weather. <laughs> That's shorts weather right there. Shorts weather. <laughs> Tank top weather. <laughs> Right on. How how are you adjusting to French culture up in Quebec? Um. Oh man, it's uh, it's interesting, eh? Their their culture and, and values are a little bit different, but honestly, at the end of the day, man, I love their accent. <laughs> it's a great accent. Um. But it's um. It's really. It's just really cool. Just being in a different place that has those different cultures and values and uh, things like that, and just you know meeting new people around the world. Just a super eye opening, super humbling. Yeah. yeah. Have you learned any French? Uh, um, je ne sais pas. <laughs> what that means? Yeah, isn't that uh, I'm not? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the basics. Nah, that's nah, all you nah, need, nah, right nah, there. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's all yeah. you need, man. Just sweet on kiwi. There you go. Or just no, no, even better. Just sweet on skucks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I have, I have skucks. Oh, yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, no, I've got some basics, bro, so I can order a coffee, ask where the toilet is, you know, the basics. Yeah. The, the important shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you just, like, point to point Pretty and make, much. like, hand gestures. Yeah. Basically sign language. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. uh... So if you go to the bathroom, it's sort of standing up being like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's that game called that you play where you, like, you you move around and they have to guess what you are? Charades. Charades, yeah. It's like charades. Yeah. Oh, man. So... So how long are you up in uh, Quebec for? Like, when? When uh, do you have a time frame of when you're gonna get your visa? No particular time frame, bro. So, um, because it's an investment visa, because uh, uh, me and my business partner, business partners in San Diego, uh, who is actually my roommate, and a spontaneous opportunity came up, which is actually a really good one. And I haven't had an opportunity like this before. So I'm actually here to try to get an investment visa. Because it will allow me not only to get a three-year visa that I can renew pretty pretty easily uh, for the states, because it's so difficult now to get into the states and actually get um get a working visa of some sort. So I'm going for the business visa, and yeah, that's that's literally the reason why I decided to come to Canada because it was the closest place with um with a good relationship to the states, rather than having to pay you know a one thousand dollar ticket to go home and yeah. try to do it from home. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you get to go out there and experience new things. That's that makes it a little bit 
yeah oh it makes it so much so much more worth it eh? it's just so cool so yeah it just depends on how long that process takes could be another three four five months i'm not sure all right mm. but in the meantime since you're doing everything online you get to you get to do you don't miss a step that's the nice yeah. thing about 2018 right there oh, bro, straight up it's awesome man really blessed to be in the time eh? it's cool yeah so you, let's talk about something i, I notice on your story you do a little dancing uh, in public yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, what is it? It's one thing uncomfortable a day or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't even remember how I started it. I think it was honestly, I, I, cause long story short, um, I've gone through a lot of mental health problems growing up. Um, just to summarize and I, I help a lot of people with those issues. So what I um what I like to do is I like to get uncomfortable, and it's something that I've always loved to do. Um, getting uncomfortable has just been something that has always either made me feel really happy instantly, or it's um, sparked some sort of growth in some way uh, that's always helped me long term. So what I always preach is doing something that gets you uncomfortable. And one day I think I was just this was this was about a month and a month and a bit ago. I think like six weeks ago, and I was. Maybe more like, yeah, maybe six, seven weeks ago. And I was um, walking up to the traffic lights and I was like, you know what? The city, it seems a bit um, like, not, it's, pretty, it's a bit bland. Not much is going on. What could I do to make people uh, get weirded, weirded as like, weirded, weirded out? So um, I thought, well, dancing on the street seems pretty cool. Like, I don't even know. Where, <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. So I just whipped out my phone, played a song on my phone and did a selfie dance in front of my phone. But what I noticed is um, about two weeks into doing that. So I did that the first time and felt so happy after doing it. So I keep challenging myself. And yeah. every single time I did it, I seemed to feel happy afterwards, even if it lasted for a minute, two minutes. It was at least a moment in time where I had a chance to try and change that state of negative thinking to positive thinking because it does uh, it does help you change that state. Um, when you you know get that, get that amplified serotonin right. from that little, uh, yeah, little freaky incident that you kind of do. Um yeah, and it's a massive confidence booster when you realize how much control you have over those thoughts and feelings, man, when you do things like that and how much you can really, you know, have control over building yourself up. It's like when you go to the gym and it's like, um, you know, you get a PB or something and you created that PB. You created that one rep max due to all the work that you've put in. It's the same as um, going out and dancing on the street and make, making yourself more confident. It amplifies the confidence so much more just knowing the fact that you've gone out and done the thing that you are so afraid to do. Uh, and it just builds that confidence on top of the confident thing that you're getting out of it. So it's really cool, man. And um, I just noticed that over time. Um, and then I, um, yeah, like I started doing it a bit more. And what I started doing is I started putting my phone on the side of the street, playing a song, and then starting to dance in the middle of the street so people could actually see it a bit more. Because right. I don't think people were realizing how many people were around me at the time and what what people in the cars are doing. Like they're like, <laughs> look at me like a weird guy, which I'm a weird guy. I'm not going to lie, but you know, you get some good stares for a good one or two minutes after the dance. It's pretty crack up. Um, so yeah, I started doing that, man. And I got such good response from people um, that follow me and, you know, message being, being like, yeah, thank you so much for this. And um, it's really helped me sort of, um, you know, bring a smile to my face or get out of my comfort zone myself. Like one lady said, she started dancing in the supermarket because <laughs> she hates grocery shopping. Yeah. Um, like, that is dope. Yeah. So she's like, I love grocery shopping. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, why do it? So, um, yeah, that's, that's literally why I keep doing it, man. That's the sort of uh, trend I've got going on. Yeah. That's no, cool. it's, a, it's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, when you, Thanks. Do, like, I, I don't know. 
It freaks me out to think about it because I'm a terrible <laughs> fucking dancer. But oh, dude. <laughs> dude, at prom, oh man, when I was at prom, I did not dance one. I just like stood there and was like moved my hips around like a weirdo, like a little, little basic two step. Oh, I am not a dancer, and and I don't even. Know, when I get married, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I'm terrified. You gotta you gotta learn oh, how to dance, bro. I, I know. I'm, we'll, I'm get, we'll get lessons from Kieran. Oh, I know. Huh? Yeah, bro. I'll, I'll be your instructor on how to. Uh, how to move those hips? Don't worry, that's literally all I do as well. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'll yeah, I'll, there, I'll up, move the hips around. Yeah, there, <laughs> the hand up. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, uh, I'll go find a crowd of people so that way I can practice. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. No, yeah. it's, it's fascinating though. Like when you think about it, like yeah, when you do those those like things that make you uncomfortable, that's when you get the the best results. Like if you're just like I don't know, like people think like oh I need to relax, I need to sit at home and like chill out on the couch and like that's gonna that's like the perfect day right there but like when you think about it like you don't feel great after a day like that normally you always yeah, th- yeah you always sure. it's always like a good idea and then you do it and you're like oh, today kind of sucks yeah you're like i feel like a piece <laughs> of shit like i didn't do anything i completely get that eh? um so that's yeah that's literally why i started doing it because eh? i just noticed that i was going through a sort of depressive phase and um, I just need to do something to get out of it because uh, it really does take a little shock to actually change that state completely, especially when you spend so long in that state, like the longer you spend in that state of being depressed or being down or being sluggish or like even business-wise, if you're not making much progress, the longer you spend not making progress, the, um, the more it amplifies that negative sort of um, that, those thoughts that are going on and that, um, yeah, the downward spiral of the business. Um, so it's the same, like, Life and business is still the same things, in my opinion. Eh? So if, like, you know, you're going through a hard stage in life, um, going into those negative headspaces and really allowing it to get to you, it just makes it worse and worse over time. Um, so it's not you don't even need to go dance on the street, but it's just doing something that puts you out of your comfort zone. Eh? Yeah, taking a little bit of a risk. Yeah, you know, that, that's a that's a great. We we lesson. talked a little bit about that on the last episode. How being a, putting your like taking that step out into the unknown is usually the best thing that you can do for yourself. Oh, uncomfortable but but the best thing you can do yeah yeah well all um all growth is done in the uncomfort eh? it's not done in the comfort so yeah absolutely oh, that's a fun mm. that's a even fun. if you fail you know that's what that's crazy like oh. even if you fail you learn so much from your failure so that's growth well, it know? almost doesn't even necessarily feel like a failure i guess just a lesson if you, yeah if, if you take like a risk like that and and you it doesn't pan out necessarily how you want it's you don't almost you almost don't feel as bad about it, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely, man. Like it's um, like I like to always say, everything happens for you, not against you. Like even all the negative things, like the the worst thing that you can think of, I can guarantee you can find a positive if you really look hard enough. Um, because it's it might not there might not even be a positive out of it occurring, but it could be a positive in terms of you're able to grow um in terms of self development because of it. So it makes you stronger as a person. You're able to, you know, peel back some layers, might even change you as a person. So th- there's all those sort of things. So if you can look at it that way, you can really develop in any situation, in any circumstance. It's awesome. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's, yeah. You want to you want to talk maybe a little bit about your, you know, battle with you know, mental health and why this has become yeah. such a the such a big issue for you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd love to. So, um, I'll keep it brief, just to sort of, um, like, make sure, I'm like, you know, otherwise we'll be here for like two hours. <laughs> but, um, I just, I, like, I just know so many people out there do struggle. In fact, I think the stat, I'm trying, don't, don't quote me on it because I know it's quite high. 
but it's something like 80% of, I think it was Americans, go through a mental health struggle, a depressive, a depressive struggle at some point in their life. It might not even be the fact that they've just got depression, but they go through a phase in their life where they it might be two weeks, four weeks, a year even, where they're completely depressed. And it's, that's, just, that's just sad for me, man. Um, I, like, that's, that's a sad statistic to see. And uh, I think it's something like um, one third of Americans actually genuinely have a mental health issue. So that's, um, I think that's worldwide as well. So it's, that's really massive to actually think that, um, especially because all, all, these, um, all these first world countries are the ones that actually have that higher depression rate which is such a sad thing to see. Um, like in my opinion, it's just the way people are brought up for one, but also social media for two. It's sort of like you know the two, the two negatives that are that are coming together. But the, the thing is, when I started noticing my depression, it wasn't during a time of social media. It was actually bef- like you know just before that stuff sort of came to be. You know, like Facebook and everything. I wasn't even on Facebook yet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was. Um. So it wasn't like the comparison thing, but it was just more. Um. I've got literally that set is perfect because one third of my entire family actually has um pretty bad depression like including my dad he's on um pretty crazy meds and um yeah i've got a couple of cousins a few cousins on it, a couple of uncles um yeah it's um it's pretty dark stuff man but like i the thing is I, like i say it like it's like you know oh poor me but it's not it's like literally just a part of life and um it's something that people need to realize is just a normal thing to happen I think people just worry about um, the fact that they're sad or unconfident and, and feel insignificant all the time is such a unusual thing or such um, that they need to realize that that's a normal thing occurring and that they can speak about it. Um, and that's where I went wrong so for so long is not speaking about it, not being open about it as if it's like a normal thing. And that's why you can hear me talk about it like it's a normal topic because yeah. it should be and it is. Um, yeah, that's just where like all those suicide rates come up is because people are just holding it and bottling up, especially with the guys, right? So yeah, that's um that's that's what I want to do, man. Normalize normalize the talk of mental health. But anyway, growing up, I uh, felt insecure and significant, shyest kid in the classroom. Uh, couldn't talk to a girl for life for me. But that way, it was not a skunks growing up. <laughs> the anti skunks. Anti skunks. Was the opposite of a skunks? That's for sure. Um, so yeah, that, that was me, man. Um, that, that was all the way through. So even like in ninth, year nine, which I think is eighth grade for you guys, uh, I was a well. 13 and i started developing the slouch man like literally my depression and insecurities was manifesting in the way i positioned my body and it's crazy i was literally hunched over looking like my eyes were almost looking at the ground the entire time i wouldn't meet people's eyes nothing and i was just so uh so shy and insecure it was crazy just to think that that was me back then a completely different person yeah. and um like everything just matched what i'm um, what i was feeling a eh? but the thing is when I talk to someone, I put on this massive smile. Like I don't even. I think like I know why I put it on, but it's still a struggle to really. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating to know that I did that because it was just literally it was just to cover up what I was feeling, and um, I was scared to let people know that I was sad. Um, it, like I feel like that was the way to make friends. Yet I wasn't able, able to make um, proper relationships with my friends because I was hiding so much. Anyway. Um, Later on, I found out my dad had it, um, made me more open about it because uh, my mom told me and I started, talk, I started talking to my family a bit more. I'd seen a counselor um, at about 17 years old and um, that really made me open up about it to that counselor. Then I started talking to the family and um, anyway, once I started talking about it, things went uphill from there. started meditation um, and started 
listing things that I was grateful for every day, um, which is definitely something that's super important. I'm sure you guys um, like are big on that stuff as well, which is cool. Um, and that, that's sort of the process that I was going through. And it was around about um, maybe about 21 years old where I truly started to understand that depression isn't something that I should be fighting. It's something that I genuinely should be um, should be accepting rather than actually trying to push away. And when you actually start to accept it and understanding that these patterns are going to come and go, um, and then understanding how your head's going to work and your headspace is going to work and how to get out of that negative headspace instead of bottling things up, genuinely just being with them for a moment and actually finding a way to work with them is so powerful, man. And that's what I figured out. And um, over time, it's something that I started to um, help other people with and I just became so confident and so um, so with that depression and anxiety that I was having. So it was so easy for me to talk with others about it, help them out with it. Um, you know, and it was just nice being able to be that sort of first voice for a lot of people. Um, sorry, first ear for a lot of people rather yeah. actually. Um, yeah, for, for a lot of people to be able to talk to. So it was, it was really helpful for me. So that was my journey, man. And um, now I'm just um, yeah, really on that mission to try and normalize the talk on mental health. Yeah. Do you still struggle with it a little bit? Absolutely, man. Yeah. Like literally anything could happen at any point. Um, and it could put me in a negative headspace, but I'm so much better at getting out of that negative headspace now and not allowing it to sort of um, put me into that downward spiral, dark hole where you just can't get out of it and you feel stuck. That's that. That's um, what I used to get into. In fact, if a really bad thing used to happen, it would put me into a depression for a two, three, four weeks, sometimes a couple of months, and I wouldn't be able to get out of it for so long. And like business would go downhill. Like um, like personal trainer, personal trainer at the time, and um, just so many things in life. Like I wouldn't hang out with friends as much. Just like you really don't realize it, but when you're in that negative, pessimistic mindset, things start happening all the time. Like negative things happen all the time the because snowballs. you're attracting that thing. Hey, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Like your actions actually attract that negative, um, that negativity in your life. Like it's literally, I define it like this with my clients is, um, and with like people in general is like I'll talk, I'll say this. Um, have you ever woken up um, to say a text or something and it's been, in, been or like a message or an email, um, and you've noticed it's like being, it's put you in a bad mood straight away. Straight after that, you um, you might jump in the car and there's like there's all this traffic. You're late for work. Yeah, you know it's like on going, on going, on going. Um, and then you have a bad a bad conversation with a client, whatever. Um, the thing is, it's crazy, but you're really attracting all of this. Um, and I'm, it's, it's, it sounds a little airy fairy, but it's because of the way your mind is at the time that the way you speak to someone will make will ignite that sort of negative comment yeah. or whatever. So it's, it's just because you're in that negative headspace, you're actually creating all these situations without realizing it. So it's not airy-fairy stuff. It's genuinely how you're creating that situation or create, creating that conversation, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just getting out of that headspace straight away and um, working on figuring out how your mind works, how it's unique, independent, and that genuinely everything, again, once, like I said, is – happening for you not against you once you're in the headspace man everything changes mm. yeah and how and how you interpret certain situations you know like like you said look, looking at the if you're in a shitty mood and like you get in traffic maybe it's not really that much traffic but all of a sudden you're like fuck of course it's it's a <laughs> shitty day straight up yeah and nobody knows yeah. how to drive and it, it just compounds you know straight <sighs> up that was that was Jeremy yesterday. <laughs> Jeremy oh, walked really? in the gym yesterday. Like, <laughs> dude, I walked in the gym yesterday and I was so upset, and everyone was annoying me. And I was just like, <laughs> ah, that's. Yeah. But that's cool though because uh, 
me and Mooney have talked about that too. Like how you manifest things, like like how you feel is going to, you know, uh, decide, you know, how you, how your day turns out. So if you're in a negative mind, you know, you know, if you have a negative mindset about the day, then the chances are your day, everything that happens in your day, is gonna suck, and you're gonna link them all together as being one overall shitty thing. And that's not always the case. It's just the fact that you're already in that, you know. Yeah, it's just negative. a moment in time that happened that made yeah. it shitty, and then all of a sudden it turns into the entire day. Yeah, like myself, like I, like there's a lot of times for me where I have to sit back and be like, you know, it's not as bad as I'm as I'm making it seem. And then it, it seems like as soon as I realize that, everything changes like right away. Traffic oh. isn't as bad, or my workout doesn't suck as much, or I'm not as tired, or or whatever the case is. And it's crazy, just like. Being able to have like that, you know, switch in your brain and and recognize that you know things aren't shitty. Oh, absolutely! It's cool. yeah. It goes like back, yeah. Like, it, go, it goes back to you know what you, with the the dancing in the street. You know, like you're you're switching, you know, that mindset over, and maybe that is what you know springboards you into you know an awesome fucking day. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. no, straight up, eh? What's what yeah, what's the massive, eh? like? Sorry. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no! I was just gonna say, like that's that's literally what can change your day. Is just um, finding out ways that you can completely change your state. Like a little technique that um, that I get people to do is, if you're gonna change your state, the most powerful emotion in the world is gratefulness. If you um, if you can grasp um, the power of gratefulness, you can do anything, man. Like um, you can be in the most negative headspace, and if you can figure out a way to become grateful, you can then um, turn that into positivity and an optimistic headspace. Uh, like it sounds, you know, like all airy fairy and stuff when you talk about it, but the thing is, it's so practical because um, it's it, it's really something that you can do any time. Um, so it's not just you know something like I, mean, I don't know if you've heard the book of the book The Secret. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like it just 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 super airy fairy stuff about the law of attraction. Like it's a really scientifically based thing but um the way the secret talks about it is if, is if you can like manifest something in your mind and then it will just happen but you've actually got to go out and do the work yeah. you know what i mean it's the same with feeling better about yourself you can't just you know do all these things in your head like i've just talked about you've actually got to go and do something about it as well so when you um when you go and um you know manifest all these like positive things in your head you're do doing all these um affirmations and all that sort of thing like um it's good if you're going to do something about it, but if you're just doing that stuff and like telling yourself you, you you look good and you feel good and everything but you're not doing anything about it and you're not going out you're not going to the gym um when you should you know you should be you're not eating the way you should um when you know you should be um you know and you're going to fast get fast food because it's convenient um like you know it's making all these excuses for yourself and it's not acting on the things you know should be acting on so it's not creating that confidence it's not building yourself up it's actually breaking yourself down even more. So when you do these positive things, you've got to act on them. So I give, the, I basically tell people what you want to do is as soon as something happens, take five deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. Um, just slow everything down because breathing really dictates um, what your mind does. If you're breathing fast, it amplifies it. It's like when you're going for one rep max, breathe heavily, like, yeah. And then you go for, you know, you're, yeah, it's, it's bringing up that um, that adrenaline, right? It's bringing up those stress hormones. But if you slow it down, it's decreasing that cortisol, and um, those stress hormones are lowering, and you you know you becoming more calm, and it makes you more vulnerable to dopamine and serotonin um, coming up. So that's when you go to gratefulness, and that's going to help raise up those hormones um, and put you in a good state. And once you're in a good state, then if you act, then and go and do something that that builds your confidence. So obviously, when you know those hormones are high, you're more likely to go and do something out of your comfort zone than, right. than when they're low. 
then you can sort of shock yourself into a good mood almost um, and it puts you in more of a positive space. Yeah. There you go, Jeremy. There you go. That's yeah, that next, you go. that's about to help me. <laughs> real, real nice. Right, so Send the man a check that. now. <laughs> so, so that's kind of is that kind of like what what you do with your clients, like offering up, like that's a that's one of the prime tips that you give one of your your clients when they work with you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's like there's multiple techniques, and it, like nothing works for everyone. Right. You know, you're never going to get one little technique, and it's going to work perfectly for them. So it's about sort of. Um, at the end of the day, it can be trial and error because everyone's different, man. And it's the same in like in just general fitness. Everyone's different. You got to, you know, you, you can find different ways to train. Different people prefer different ways to train and work differently with different foods, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, same with mental health. You got to figure out what works for you, what doesn't, and just work on the things that do work for you. Just because that influencer online says, um, "I do this every single day," doesn't mean that has to be your morning routine. Um, so it's generally finding out, um, you know, what really works for you and what doesn't, and then just working on those things that do. Yeah, and I think I think especially now it it's people don't realize how much you know the mental mental health aspect of it plays into the physical aspect of it. You know, um, it's crazy, and and that's kind of my girlfriend does some of the some of the similar stuff. She does more of like health cool. coach, like like health coaching. You know, not necessarily that's just cool. the physical aspect, but she's she's there when they're having the the rough days. You know, that. yeah, and I think I think people underestimate. You know the the importance of that because it it, it yeah. plays into it huge if you if you're in a shitty mood and you go into the gym yeah you it might put you in a better mood but it might not it might actually just make your workout that much shittier right yeah so. yeah no exactly man like that's literally it if you're in that negative headspace um the effort and the um like the amount that you're gonna put into your exercise the uh, um, what you're gonna put into your food is massive as well like if you're in a negative headspace, you're much more likely to develop something like an eating disorder or just go go binge on sugar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's um that's actually what causes um eating disorders is being in a state of anxiety um and high cortisol um and then acting on it. Um so when dopamine serotonin is low, those feel good hormones, your body actually craves it because it's got a homeostasis level of um of a level that it prefers to be at right. where you're gonna feel better, right? So if those are low, you're naturally going to be um, be finding ways to be happy. And because food's so convenient nowadays, it becomes so easy <laughs> to turn to that happy. over anything, right? <laughs> yeah, like 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 I'm sure you guys can relate. Everyone can relate. That's listening. Oh, like a, like a, a bit like food's just such an easy thing to do um, to have to feel good about like like the situation, whatever it is. And um, you know, you get that short term um, like lift of those feel good hormones. Um, so it's so easy, and we become addicted to that. So when we feel bad. Um, this is where the eating disorder comes from. We know that we can turn straight to food and we can feel good, right? Even if it's momentary because we crave that that burst or that spike in those feel-good hormones, we go straight to that. So it's figuring out ways to actually get that spike when you're in that low phase because when you're using um, – because your body, you know that you can get a, a spike in serotonin dopamine by doing something like, you know, going on a roller coaster or um, going partying with friends, like, you know, just, you know, going out for brunch, whatever, um, anything that makes you feel good. But – what you don't know or what your mind doesn't know is that you can actually get that spike and like by getting out of your comfort zone and everything like that when you're actually low. So when you're low, all of a sudden you're, sw- you're making that psychological um, instinctive thought of, oh, food's there. Let's go. Like, you know, that's easy. Right. I don't have to go out and I don't have to get uncomfortable, whatever. Um, but if you can teach your body and you teach your mind that you can actually get that increase from that bottom, bottom pit of um, that low feel-good hormone state, um, where you, if you go to the gym or you go for a run or, you know, you go down some street, whatever it is, yeah. um, 
that you can actually get out of that bo that bottom part of those um of that serotonin and dopamine and you can get that lift without like without the need of food you can actually get it um like from from uh, somewhere else so that's um, that's something that that's um a good note to take in eh? when people are really genuinely getting those cravings or um, needing those two pizzas and twelve donuts and I like I'm not even kidding you I did that about three months ago um uh, <laughs> like literally that exact thing <laughs> I did that yesterday so we're good I just yeah, had yeah. I just had like five powdered raspberry filled donuts like a couple nights ago so it's like okay, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you, bro. they were real good <laughs> and you've probably felt amazing at the time I did yeah I ate it and I was like I deserve this <laughs> yeah this is life <laughs> yeah this is life yeah. yeah I mean I think I think and I think a lot of people actually do that without realizing that they're doing that you know like I I don't consider myself I've had, you know, I think everyone experiences, you know, highs and lows, you know, I think it's, it's, it's natural. And I think, honestly, I think that one third statistic, I think it's more than that. I think just people, some people don't realize that it's, that they're going through something like that. But I think everyone subconsciously, you know, like, like I don't experience that as much maybe. And I don't think I've ever gone through a long period of time where I was, you know, depressed or whatnot. Um, but I'll do that too. And I'll, I'll go. Like, damn, I had a really bad day. I'm going to go eat a pizza today. I'm going to eat the whole yeah. thing. And I don't care. God, that sounds good right now. But I think, now. Every, I think a lot of people do that without realizing that they're doing that, you know, and that they're realizing that they're using that as, like, comfort to bring them back to that, you know, homeostasis level or try to at least. Yeah, definitely, man. And, like, um, that's the thing. Like, people are blaming sugar. Like, sure, sugar can be an issue, but nowhere near, like, mental health, man. It's um, that's, the, that's the thing. People become addicted to that hormonal spike not the sugar spike yeah so, so. well i think I, th I think it's it's easy to blame you know sugar or yeah. you know processed foods or you know whatnot but it's and that's the convenient you know scapegoat and obviously Absolutely. you know too much of anything and, and processed foods are not great for you and too much sugar is not necessarily great for you but um like you said it's it's the mental health aspect of why you're craving that and why you're going towards that is, the, is the real culprit that's massive and like i'm um, literally what you said bro like um more probably more than a third of people actually genuinely have mental health but they don't realize that like mental health issues um and i think that one third was actually just depression alone so there's people yeah. that experience anxiety uh consistently just um just from constantly constantly having all these things going on in their mind and not being able to control it so um real quick real easy exercise just write everything that every single issue in your current life down on a piece of paper, then right next to it, writing three solutions for every issue. So if it's finance, it's like, okay, cool, what can I sell? Yeah. Okay, cool, what um, what can I do on the weekend? What what cash job could I do um, for the extra three, four hours um, on the Saturday? You know, it's just like, okay, and you start to feel good about it because it's like, wow, I actually got three solutions for every single issue in my life currently. And it just makes you feel so much better because it puts things into perspective, and that's another powerful thing. But um, And the thing is, even though people, you know, um, only so many People might have mental health issues, um, whether it's genetic or whether it, um, it's built up through life, and both both absolutely occur, and one's not worse than the other. It's, it's definitely, but it, it can definitely happen. Um, anyone's vulnerable to being in a low point, uh, and it's yeah. just really important to know what, um, like, to understand the patterns behind that and your headspace behind that, and um, what you can do about it is so is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Along that same lines is uh, something I I did because I was. 
you know, running your own business and, and whatnot, it gets stressful, especially with like social media. Like there's a lot of things that you gotta, you know, you gotta post on everything and you gotta, you gotta have stuff scheduled out. And so I got to the point where I was getting really stressed out. And so I started, um, actually physically writing everything down, writing out like that to do list of things. Um, but not as not putting it in my phone, actually physically writing it out because, um, I think it was somebody on Rogan. I forget who it was, but they were talking about the, the, physiological response you get from actually physically crossing something off not wow. like you know deleting it in your phone but actually physically crossing it off you get a little spike uh you know you you feel mm-hmm. good you feel accomplished and then that kind of steamrolls and so that's that was actually huge for me in terms of like managing stress and you know anxiety in regards to that yeah bro Oh, that's massive, man. Just having those techniques and knowing what works for you, bro, is so, so good. Um, it's cool that they, um, they've hung on to that, man. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do, Jay? What yeah, do what I do you do? do? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't do that, but I feel like I should. So, yeah. Especially yeah. since you're studying for your certification, I think that would help. Yeah. You know? Well, I write that. I've been... I've been reading and then like writing down like things that I find important, like definitions of stuff or stuff that I know you're supposed to know. I'll, I'll write down mm-hmm. and like take notes and, and then I go and highlight stuff, which like helps me like understand like the importance of, of what it is that I'm writing down. And that helps me memorize it, writing it down. Cause before I just had notes that I could look at, yeah. but like everyone takes yeah. notes differently and like looking at someone's notes, I'm not going to like process why they put that there but when i write it i know exactly what i'm writing and why i'm writing it so i retain it like it seems like as i'm writing it i'm retaining what i'm reading yeah so i think i think that 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 the actual act of writing stuff yeah down it's kind of lost nowadays with all the technology and the laptops and the ipads and whatnot but it 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 makes a huge connection yeah neural connection right there Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's massive. And um, that's definitely something I've done, not just with um, the mental health side of things, but goal setting, man. Like yeah. just writing down your goals every single day um, for the year and then obviously writing writing out your daily tasks um, the night before every single day. And it just makes you more accountable to them for one, but it makes it, um, there's actually a set out there 20 times more likely to occur if you're actually writing them down. Um, just, yeah, again, that physiological response of putting yourself into that, um, into that, subconscious of constantly thinking about it without even realizing it because yeah. you know i can't remember how many millions of thoughts we think a day as people but it's crazy that um that the amount of thoughts that um that come into our head um can re- really are really dictated by what we're doing um like you know maybe day by day without even realizing it so it's like um the way you know the way you uh wash yourself um, in, the, in the shower is going to be the same every day without even realizing it. Right. So it's, and also the way you get yourself into a negative headspace is going to be the same without even realizing it. So if you can, um, you can change that by doing a sort of uh, creating a positive habit into your life, um, it can really change the way you're thinking, the way you're acting, um, and it will really change those negative habits into more positive ones. So yeah, just writing, it, writing something down when, whenever you're stressed is such a powerful um, yeah, action to do. Uh, in order to you know change a negative negative response into a positive one same with goal setting man yeah that's so cool i need to start i'm i want to start writing down like my goals or like a list of things i need to get done for the day because like i have a lot of stuff that i do on the weekend and a lot of the times i feel super like overwhelmed with 
with getting them done or I'm like, what order should I do this? I don't even know. And then I end up not doing everything that I should do because I don't even know where to start. But if I were to write it down, I would know exactly where to start. And then when I cross one off, I don't know. I think that's a, I think that's great. I I need to, I just need to, I'm going to start like this weekend. Yeah, bro. I'm starting, I'm going to start today. Start today. Start today. (laughs) No excuses. Yeah. Our our buddy, uh, Alex, actually, he was talking about this the other day. Um, and he wrote out his goals, you know, personal, professional, um, family, friends. Like he had, a, he, I think he had like five or six topics, like different goals. And he wrote out like a number of goals for each topic. And I guess his idea behind it was he's obviously going to try to accomplish everything on all those lists. But if he gets to a point where he feels stagnant and he's not accomplishing any of his goals, that he can move on to a different category and cross something off that list. And so that way he's not getting into that stagnant spot where he's like, oh, like I'm not accomplishing anything. He's like, oh, maybe I'm not accomplishing something in this category, but I can easily go over here and I can work on this instead. And so it's Love a- that. Yeah, that's it's a, cool. Yeah, so like, um, that's why it's really important to not just set ambitious goals because that's so important. You need big, big goals that you think are unachievable even to you. Right. Uh, you know, goals that literally make people laugh. Like one I always talk about to put people in perspective of how big they should shoot is I want to own a Fiji Island resort, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> like, like that was a goal since I was a, since I was a six-year-old. So that's something I've always stuck with because be cool. I, I think it's an amazing way to sort of, yeah, to like re- really make people realize um that you need to dream big man but at the same time that's going to take me 30 40 maybe 50 years to yeah. achieve so you've got to create momentum goals as well goals that are going to sort of um, you know and that you can actually hit and cross off and create that literally that physiological response that you talked about before man um you've got to be and like exactly what your, your your buddy does is um being able to cross stuff off early so whether like if you're not hitting that 50 year goal yeah, right. tomorrow it's not going to so it's figuring out how to um, how to get about momentum and create momentum in a positive way. So having smaller goals throughout the year that you can hit. So like hitting a certain PB in the gym or um, hitting a particular weight goal in terms of weight, fat loss or whatever it is. Yeah, it could be business, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's important to create that that momentum, obviously. Yeah. Right. It's, it's too easy to get, especially with those grand goals, like, you know, own, owning the Fiji Resort. That's... Mm. that's massive right so that's like you said it's going to take you a long time to do that and it's yeah. so it's easy to be like today to be like oh man you know if that's so far off i can just kind of slack off right now where i can you know get discouraged oh, and be absolutely. like you know, like you just yeah. convince yourself it's not gonna happen yeah you're like yeah, oh i can i can take bad. you know the next week or two and just kind of chill because you know it's so far off that you know it's not gonna matter oh, what really. i do right now yeah huge gary yeah, talks a little bit about that with like owning the jets Wanting to buy the Jets. What was that? I said Gary Vee talks a little bit about Gary that too. V, yeah. With like wanting to he buy the Jets and how that's a how people are like, oh, that's a crazy goal. You want to buy, you want to own the Jets, you know, buy the Jets. And he's just like, yeah, it is a crazy goal. But he has like all these other little goals that, that are going to, in the end, help him get to that goal. Of Absolutely. The Jets. Yeah. Like all the little business startups he's yeah, doing, all, yep. the, all, all the milestones social media wise he's going to yep. be doing, investment wise. So cool way. Yeah. He's the man. Shout out oh, to man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So cool. I, honestly, I, I consume his content every day. Eh? He's just awesome. Yep. Like, it's so inspirational. I like his work ethic. He's an alien, bro. He's an alien. Oh, he's, he does he's, it. he's insane. <laughs> but that, that, and that's like, a, that's like another thing that's like, you know, that's, that's something daily that you can do to just kind of boost yourself up. I think Jeremy talked about this, uh, you know, a while back. He was, he was trying to, mm. he feels way more motivational and he feels like he's 
you know, better mindset. I think, right. You were talking about that when you were watching, you know, motivational stuff yeah. on YouTube yeah. and how it kind of just alters how you think to where you start actually, you know, you're in a better mood. You're in a you feel you, you build up some momentum. From yeah. That. I started, I started, uh, watching podcasts like motivational podcasts in the morning when i wake yeah. up like what whatever i'm doing i just have like my phone playing a podcast whatever episode and i'll just listen to it as i go about like my morning stuff and then i've noticed that it, it completely like it makes it makes it seem like my entire day from the very beginning is just great i go to work in a great mood my interactions with people are great my workout ends up being great uh, me and my girlfriend are great. Everything's that's fucking cool. great because yeah. because of that. So, and I, I think that's just part of like you know feeding that feeding positivity through your mind, especially first thing in the morning when you wake up. You know what I mean? You basically give yourself no other option but to have a great day. Yeah. So straight up, yeah. The first ten minutes and the last ten minutes of your day are the most important times, eh? Because I'm um, like the way you spend your last ten minutes of your day before going to bed. Uh, it's so powerful. If you spend on your phone, on social media, on TV, whatever, stimulating your nervous system, stimulating those um, that cortisol, uh, you, you're going to go to bed like that and wake up like that. So you've got to actually get yourself in a good state of that lower cortisol, lower stimulus, um, high dopamine, high serotonin. Um, put yourself in a good state. Like think of um, think of what um, like there's three questions, and this is what something I stole from Tony Robbins. If you guys know of him, yeah, um, of like I'm sure everyone knows him. The goat, the man. Yeah, three power questions before going to sleep. Are, um, okay, what did I give today? Okay, so think about what you gave today, so you feel feel good about that, which is cool. Um, what did I accomplish today? And then what did I learn today? So, um, so it's like two feel good things and one one self development thing. And it's just going off there, and it just puts you in a good state of, of growth and positivity before you go to bed. And then always, um, I turn my phone flight mode about 30 minutes before I go to bed, and then um, I don't turn the flight mode off until an hour after I've woken up. And my tie works on social media, yeah. so like if I can do it, I'm sure anyone can do it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's really important just to yeah stay away from that um, that, that anything that's going to spike your cortisol first thing in the morning. Doing something maybe like um like even if you ha um have podcast oh, sorry if, if you want to listen to a podcast and you do need wi-fi what, like first thing in the morning what you want to do is inst instead of like maybe like when you turn flight mode off make sure that notifications are off instead so yeah. you don't receive those facebook instagram snapchat whatever notifications from anything and you can go straight to that podcast listen to that podcast consume that positivity that motivation whatever it is inspiration and then go about your day then you can you know you can turn your notifications back on or whatever there's apps out there that do it or you can do it manually i've done it to every single one of my apps so sometimes i'll be late responding to an instagram message but for me I want to respond to that Instagram message when I want to, not when that Instagram message pops up and I'm in the middle of a conversation with someone, but it's been a stressful Instagram message. So I'm like, oh, I need to respond to this straight away. You know what I mean? So I was like, ah. Oh. And then it takes you out of your headspace, puts you in negative headspace. And for the rest of the conversation that you're in with whoever you were with, you know, you could be scuxing it up and then all of a sudden you're in a negative headspace. What are you going to do then? Total cock block uh, right there. I'll scux it up with that. So, <laughs> You need a, yeah, you need, you need those notifications off, mate, and then uh, you can finish your scuxing, and then you know tomorrow morning when you turn them back on, then then it's okay. You can you know sort it out then. Right. So, um, but that applies with anything, not just scuxing. I've actually, uh, I've actually uh, started to like probably within the last like two weeks, I've started to turn my phone on, do not disturb, like around like nine o'clock, yeah. and so <clears throat> I get notifications and stuff like that, but my phone doesn't vibrate, it doesn't go off, there's no sound, so it's like. 
it's like nobody's like getting a hold of me and it's real i found that it's actually really really nice and helpful because uh i find myself just completely not looking at my phone which is giving me more time to like spend uh like spending time with my girlfriend and interacting with her and hanging out with her or or doing something else you know what i mean and it's been nice and then i forget that i forget that that's on in the morning until like right before i leave i'm like oh i have that on still i haven't even replied to this or that and uh i feel like it's helped me a lot actually because i spend a ridiculous amount of time on my phone you know uh too much time and it it definitely consumes like valuable time that i could use you know doing other stuff and it just creates anxiety i think oh for sure you know dude when we're watching a movie so i didn't mean to cut you off but when we're watching a movie me and my lady or i'm like talking to somebody or, or doing something and my phone's ringing like seven thousand times like all my notifications from twitter or instagram or facebook or whatever like it's just like never it never stops and i'm just like i like freak out about it i'm like oh my god like because then i start focusing on my phone vibrating and not the conversation i'm having with somebody or or hanging out with whoever yeah. so turning it on do not disturb has helped me with that a lot yeah i need to, oh yeah i need to work That's on awesome. that Oh, dude, it's so hard. I just started doing it, and I'm like, wow, this is the best thing I ever did. Oh, yeah, yeah it's life-changing. <laughs> yeah. Well. That's why I don't reply at night, because I don't even know you Well, that makes me. sense. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this fucker. <laughs> I know. This fucking guy, man. But I need to, I need to get better at that, because I, I think we all spend too much time on our phones, and I think it becomes kind of almost a crutch to be like especially if your business is on social media like you're doing the online coaching so so it's easy for you to be like oh i'm justified to be on my phone right now but i think it, it, it's become it's, it's definitely an issue nowadays with most yeah. people but and you, uh, and you think of the, of the long-term result like if you are if you're in a bad headspace um uh, because you decided you need to look at it, the uh, instagram message that you just got or the text message you just got straight away so you can reply to it straight away um due to urgency or whatever is that, um, you're going to reply to it in a negative headspace anyway, so it's better to be to wait until you're in a good headspace, then uh, f- then figure out everything at once. And like I'm sure you've noticed this, you're able to deal with negative comments, messages, whatever it is, whether it's with um someone you don't know, loved ones, whatever, client, anything, um, so much more effectively when you're in a good state opposed to instantly having to reply. So long term, you're actually going to get better results anyway because you're able to sort out sort out the situation in a more effective way. Um, when it's in your own time opposed to having to reply due to urgency because, you know, everything ha- is instantaneous nowadays. So I need to provide the instantaneous um, sort of response to this person. Um, no, like wait, like do it in your own time. Um, and you're going to get a much more positive response from that person anyway out of that. Mm. Yeah, it's a good tip right there. Mm-hmm. Solid. That's a customer service Solid. tip right there. Yeah. I have great customer service. So. Do you? I, I do have really good customer service. Nah, Natu- naturally, I have good customer service skills. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's something to be proud of, man. It's, it's, it's a tough thing, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I was forced to have good customer service skills when I was a car salesman. So yeah. it like just even made them even better. Right, if I can sell someone oh, a car, oh, I can. Car salesman. Oh, that's dude. tough, bro. That was my first job, bro. When I was 18. Well, I was, I was 18 and I got a job. That was my job. Was, I was a car salesman. It was so hard. And people treat you so shitty. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm not surprised. Like first, people's like thoughts of a car salesman yeah. is just like sleazy salesman. Exactly. Hey, so, you know, naturally, and it's, you're gonna have to, if it, you can like sell as a car salesman, man, that's like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's good life experience, right? Oh, dude, it helped me. It, it helped me so much in terms of like being able to gain common ground with people and like develop quick relationships. Like within like the first like thirty seconds of people being able to like grab their attention and like focus in on like whatever it is we're talking about. It helps. Yeah. Salesman awesome. tricks, bro. It's not even a trick though. It actually really is just like a really good like social skill to it's, have. It's just and, that's like. What it is. It's- so because even like if you're doing like speaking or or just like day to day interaction with people, you should be able to like within the first thirty seconds talk about something that's going to grab them and and have them you know be more involved with whatever it is you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure so. you're very good at getting become like creating common ground as well, like finding oh, something that yeah. you guys have in common like within thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. That was like our that's biggest like, thing. Oh. That was like the big. That was like the number one thing we had to do when we sold cars was within like the first like thirty seconds we had to we had to like just like figure out what it is they were interested in and then somehow relate that to what you're interested in so that way they start to develop that relationship of like okay this person's like me which makes them more comfortable with with being around you or driving a car with you or looking at cars with you or talking about more important stuff you know what i mean opening up more to you it's all about common ground no one wants to buy a car from someone that they don't feel is like them because if you're not like them then you're trying to rip them off in their mind Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like sales is always best done done as a friend, eh? Opposed to um, like a sleazy. So exactly. Yeah. Summer, man. That's so cool. Yeah. But I genuinely like people. Like I genuinely care about people. So it was really easy for me to be a salesman because common ground was just like, yeah. and a majority of people I talked to were like, it really into sports or fitness. So I could talk about that all day. You said uh, you said you just recently started up a uh, podcast yourself. Yeah, man. Like, um, I literally just started. Um, like, uh, honestly, my influence, Gary V. Yeah. Like, uh, literally, my influence. Um, in, in that sense, because um, I never really considered um uh, really doing podcasts. I was like, oh man, that's like so much more work going yeah. onto another platform. Because I'm already on. I was already on six platforms. There'll be a seventh platform. Jeez, I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's like, that's like a lot. So, um, cause like, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all that sort of stuff. Um, LinkedIn. So, um, been going to podcasts as well. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, would, but then, um, the way he put it was, look, you can literally do a YouTube video and then take the voice part of that and create a podcast out of that. And like, that's actually pretty good. But yeah. at the same time, I, I want to be able to provide different content on different platforms. Right. Um, so, um, but then he's, then he talks about how the world's actually moving towards more voice. And that's what, that was, that's what convinced me. Um, and I'm like, Oh, that, that, so I want to get ahead of the curve. So I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm going to be a smart guy and get on podcasts like you guys, and yeah. <laughs> like, like what, what you, what you've been doing and, um, how like voices are going to be like the next thing in four to five years. So, um, anyway, um, and when I thought about it more, I started asking around like about like, um, like advice on it and, um, people that, um, if people are keen and like, you know, people sounded really keen and, it was a good opportunity for me to be able to go more in depth on topics that I that you can't do in, in a single uh, Instagram post or um, on Instagram TV. It gives you 10 minutes. Um, even YouTube videos, people disengage if it's too long. Whereas a podcast, you can listen on the go. You can be in the bus. Yeah. You know, you can be eating dinner, making dinner, whatever it is. Um, you know, first thing in the morning, like you said, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, like about sort of getting into like um, a positive mindset by listening to a good podcast and. I think it's so powerful, man. So I'm like, wow, like that'd be so cool to be able to have that sort of influence on, um, on people's lives. Um, like that, that will um, literally um, give them a way to be in a more positive state by talking on these, you know, these issues that I've gone through and how to, how I've overcome them and, you know, techniques that I use with my clients. And, um, 
so that's what I started doing, bro. So I started it last weekend after a couple of weeks of um, you know, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it's so confusing at the start. I'm like, what the heck's an RSS? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> Like, you guys know what that means? Hey, of course yeah. you do. Oh, man. I was like, what the heck? Um, and yeah, then figuring all the stuff out. And then um, eventually I got, I got it figured out. And um, yeah, just started it last weekend. And then I'm just doing every Tuesday, Tuesday, Sunday. Heck cool. yeah. That's awesome, man. Good for you. Congrats on that. That's huge. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's a really that's something that me and Mooney have talked about before, too, with, with like, you know, the rebrand of this podcast and stuff like that is like, you know, no, a lot of people do disengage on YouTube if a video is too long or like you, you, there's so much that you can talk about, but you only have like 15 seconds on Instagram to talk about it or 10 minutes on Instagram TV. But um, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to watch a 10 minute video on Instagram. You know what I mean? People barely watch one minute videos <laughs> as a post. So, so what's going to make them be engaged for nine more minutes? But a podcast, like you're saying, a podcast is great because we can spend a whole hour talking about topics that, you know, we're interested in or that we feel people should know about. And you could listen to it in the car, on your commute to work, in the kitchen, doing whatever it is. It's perfect. Yeah. Honestly, I listen to pretty much whenever I'm not talking to somebody. I'm listening to a podcast. Like when I'm doing stuff I'm like same, I, I'm just doing chores. I'm yeah. I'm just doing chores around the, the house or um, I'm driving somewhere. I'm throwing, I'm always throwing a podcast on, you know, it's easy. It's on your phone. In fact, my girlfriend gets, gets kind of annoyed every time she drives with me. Cause she's like, we're literally just driving <laughs> to, to this grocery store. Like we don't need to throw a podcast on for this four minute drive. I'm like, but I'm in the middle of a good, good one. You know, I got to finish it. I want to listen to Aria Grande. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your pop music. We're throwing on Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, but it's it's, and I think honestly the demographic that you're gonna that is interested in podcasts is more susceptible and more likely to listen to an entire podcast as opposed to like if I see a like a forty minute YouTube video, I'm I'm you know it's like a life changing decision if I click on it or not. Oh, I'm like that's literally. forty minutes that I have to commit to this. You have to be Gary Vaynerchuk or something like that. I eh? yeah. like otherwise I'm not going to sit down and you know eat a meal over that video. So, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not wasting forty minutes clicking on this YouTube, especially with like the YouTube app because like you can't even listen to YouTube audio without oh, like yeah. leaving the app open. It's like, come on, YouTube, finish it, fix it. Yeah, man. no, I yeah, fix it. Man. Yeah, I'm not going to leave my phone just on. Yeah, I got other things I want to do on my phone besides. <laughs> Besides leave YouTube open, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, yeah podca- podcasts are awesome. And uh, I think your podcast is going to be awesome, man. I'm really excited. So, yeah, What's it called? Uh, it's going to be called The Pocket Coach. Oh, it's called Pocket Coach. Oh. Um, oh, what, um, what platform do you guys use to um, – just curious. Um, what's your like, main platform? Um, we, where we host or where we uh, actually – Oh, host. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So we, host so on, uh, yeah, we host on – Yeah, we host. We host on a uh, Spreaker, I think is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So I, I, I and Gary Vay, um, like Gary V talked about Anchor FM. I don't know if you've guys heard of it. Hmm. Um. It's it's an app, so cool. I downloaded it the other day, and um, you can record your podcast on it. Then you can extract extract it. Um. Once you record it on your phone, you extract it on your laptop. Um. Edit any parts that you need to, yeah. and then um, you can re-upload it, and um, it literally will distribute to about ten to twelve different platforms. Oh, um, wow. which is real cool. Yeah, so I'm on like, every platform. It's so cool. Yeah. Is, that, is that a free one yeah. or you got to pay for that? Yeah, free. Yeah. Oh, shit. An- Anchor FM. So I would 100% like, like um, encourage you guys to make the switch if you guys change huh. some, uh, decide to yeah, get on some more, uh, That'd be cool. I'll have to on check some more that. platforms. Check. I'll have to check that out because we're on like Spotify and uh, iTunes and I think cool. one other one. 
Um, but yeah, we pay for ours to host it. So okay. oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. like twenty five bucks a month, something like that. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. But and I was just lucky I stumbled across that because I didn't see it anywhere on the internet. I eh? um, and then when I was listening to Gary V talk about, it, I'm like, oh wow, that sounds dope. So I downloaded it, looked at it, and I'm like, wow, it's perfect. Yeah. Gary V's talking about it. it's good enough. For yeah, me. I was gonna say if he endorses it. Oh uh, yeah, there you go, done deal. <laughs> Uh, that dude's on the bucket list of who I need to meet. Yeah. I saw him uh, up in Portland speak at an event, but I didn't get a chance to meet him because obviously everybody wants to meet him. But oh yeah, I bet. it was. It was he's a him and Andy Frisella, dude. Andy Frisella. and Joe Rogan. Oh, Those are like my yeah. dude. Andy Frisella, Joe <laughs> Rogan. Actually, Ed Ed Milet too. Imagine yeah, having a I, dinner I, with all those guys. Oh, wait, those are my top three. Yeah, <laughs> Gary V. Um, Ed Milet, Andy Frisella. Yeah. That's like the top three people I listen to. That's yeah. like, Same. I would oh, love, so besides cool. my own, besides this podcast, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I listen to, <laughs> you listen to yourself. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I, as, as soon as we, as soon as we drop these, yeah, as soon as we drop these episodes, I'm, I'm listening to it as I'm like working. That's cool. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm smart. And then there's other times where I'm like, I'm such a dummy. Like <laughs> everything I'm saying is so stupid. That's actually me if I listen to myself. Eh? So I just, I edit the parts that I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, that's done. <laughs> I'm awesome, do it again. We don't need to tell, let these people hear how stupid I sound right here. <laughs> I think, well, that, I, I listened to it simply because I grew up kind of similar to you. Like I was super shy, super like, you know, bent over looking at the floor, like, even up into like maybe my sophomore year of college, like I was super shy around people. And so public speaking is like, like scary as fuck to me. Like honestly, the idea of standing up in front of, you know, even like five people scares me. So I listened to it because I want to get better at that. That's like Mm -hmm. the skill that I want to develop a little bit better. I feel like just within these past couple episodes already, like speaking for me has been better. Like I've talked more on my Instagram story and my Insta, like, Talking on Instagram story is so hard for me because it's like so awkward to look like at my phone and talk and then like think that all these people are going to see that and what are they going to think? What if they're like, this dude sucks? <laughs> like, so, yeah, but, but, maybe it's up for Instagram story. So the way I do it, right, um, is you just, you just don't, you don't think that it's for anyone else. It's just for you. Yeah. Uh, if you can think of it as like, this is just like, this is just for me. Uh, so much easier to just press the, uh, you know, that button that sends it out to everyone else. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like, I don't even like think that anyone's gonna see it. You know what I mean? But then, obviously, you know, you're gonna get some response and everything like that. But and it puts it into perspective. But it's just so much easier when you look at the camera and it's, um, it's like you're just talking to one person. Yeah. Or if it's just yourself and you're talking into the mirror, whatever it is. Um, however you can sort of get yourself to do it. Like the way I started was with YouTube was, um, you know, looking at the camera rather than looking at it as a camera. Um, that's connected to you know all these other yeah, people right it's just one person that's it you're just having a conversation with one person or like you know it's just one client but like if you're, tr- if you're doing something helpful educational it's like that there's one client in front of you trying to talk them through it if it's something that um you want to like you know create banter about it's some um, you know it's that one friend whatever it is yeah yeah it's helpful boom do you go one take and post or do you do you edit <laughs> it depends man like it really depends like if it's really bad i will post it because I love that stuff. But if it's like only mildly bad, because um, it wasn't good and it was just mildly bad, and I'm like, oh, like, that's, that's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just awkward now. It's not bad enough to be funny. So I'm like, oh, let's get rid of it. I'll just do it again. But um, yeah, sometimes it will take three, four takes. Like, that's the thing. It, people think that, you know, that's just you all the time, but sometimes you're just not switched on. And, you know, um, you got, you're going to have some uh, mess ups right there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Every now, every now and then I'll get ballsy. I'll just go one take. I won't even watch it. I'll I'll just I'll just be like that was good and I'll just post it. I won't even That's listen good. to it. I'm like, okay, done. <laughs> if I listen dead. to it, I'm gonna spend I'm gonna do twenty takes. Oh yeah, I'll delete it right <laughs> away. As soon as I hear myself talk, I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> That's good, bro. Yeah, like I saw you do a little yarn. Um, I think it was today, or yes, I think it was yesterday. Um, on your Instagram story, James. Yeah. Um, was that was that one take or? Oh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I think I think half of that was one take. I I got okay. the certain <laughs> certain points. I was like, I nailed that. I'm going going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, good man. It's awkward when like. I, I'm trying to talk about something and like there's a couple videos that are just right on the dot and then I'll go to record like the last video and I'm like, uh, <laughs> just brain for it. I know. I'm like, should I just delete all of them? Because I don't even know how to end this video. I just keep talking, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, well, I think that this was good, dude. Oh yeah. This was, this was awesome. Good chat, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I enjoyed this. You guys, you guys are good. I loved it. Serious. Yeah. I, th- I think, some some cool topics there and it's some really good tips like that yeah. i'm gonna i definitely need to start implementing something I like, I like the breathing aspect i don't think i don't think there's enough attention brought to breathing and like oh yeah uh my my buddy tj he was actually he was like, hanging out with uh wim hoff talking Whoa, about no way yeah, yeah he was talking and so he was learning some of the, the the different techniques that wim uh teaches obviously and so he and he was using it more as a recovery because he had some some uh, immune issues with his right. fascia that he was working on and trying to relax that. And so he was implementing some of that. And it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't think it, – it's like a lot of things. There's not enough attention brought to that though. Yeah. And, but yeah, nice definitely going to implement some of that. Pocket coach, yeah. huh? Pocket coach. That's your podcast, Pocket Coach? Uh, what about it? Sorry. Oh no! I was saying I was just making sure that was the name of it. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, awesome. Yeah. Oh, like, like, funny quick story about it. Literally, I had no idea what to call it. Put up, um, put up a little question box thing on Instagram. I got all, got all these, and then um, I'm like, oh, yeah, something sound cool. So I made a poll of two of them. My mate responded, and he's like, "Those are Karen. Those are shit." So I'm like, "Oh shit, what do I do then?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll give you two. So he gave me two. I'm like, "Okay, cool." I put them on Instagram story, and um, I forgot what the other one was called. So what I did, um, anyway, I, I didn't even think about this when I started my first podcast because I, I, I freeball it literally like how you guys do it with like, you know, yeah. with like, um, I don't edit it or anything, which is real cool. And like, I just want to keep it raw. And then um, what I do is I, um, I jump on, I jumped on it for the first episode. I'm like, um, hey guys, this is Kieran Headley. Welcome to, oh, oh shit, what am I going to, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of the fucking podcast. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that. I remembered. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, my mate. Um, and I tried to remember the two of them, but I remembered one of them, and one of them was Pocket Coach. I can't remember <laughs> one now. So I just stuck with that, bro. I just went with it. <laughs> yeah, that has a really nice ring to it, that's and it's that. like perfect for like a po- the name of a podcast. Yeah. Uh, so well done, especially for uh, the Matt, topics that you'd be covering. Mate, so. Yeah. Shout out to Matt Bartlett. That, that's a true friend right there. Oh yeah. Your, your names are shit. Here, here <laughs> use these ones. <laughs> Right on. And so you're doing that every Tuesday, yeah? Uh yeah, Tuesday, Sunday. Tuesday is um is um like more mental health aspects and like self development, um, confidence building um talk and then Sunday will be more um on the practical side of fitness, hormones and, and um nutrition. Well, I definitely will be subscribed and listening for sure. Hundred oh, percent. Right on, oh. dude. You wanna you wanna also drop uh your social medias and stuff for people to check you out? Yeah, that'd be awesome. So Headley Fitness, H-E-D-L-E-Y Fitness on Instagram, Snapchat, 
Twitter, I've really only just really started. I'm so bad at this. Like in New Zealand, bro, no one uses Twitter. Really? <laughs> it's not a thing, eh? Tw- yeah, Twitter's tough, like, Twitter's man. like a MySpace or something. Like, um, <laughs> uh, um, so anyway, I just started there, and then I'm uh, I first Snapchat already, um, Facebook, um, and then um, I'm on LinkedIn. So I just put on like more um, like how to work on energy and things like that. Anything that's going to benefit you business wise. Hmm. Um, on so it's just Kieran Headley, and then um yeah like you said um pocket coach for the um for podcast and last thing kieran headley fitness youtube mm. right on that's a lot of that's a, that's a that you just stressed me out right there with all listening ah. all the names all the social media <laughs> all the social media i just thought about the main one's instagram so if you, if you um anything instagram yeah i just yeah. thought about like all creating all the content for all those different platforms i know it just stressed uh, me out man yeah like it was just more the gary v talk on um on being omnipresent eh? but yeah, at the same time everywhere. not not overloading it, just like I'll do, you know, one post on um, Facebook a week, which would be a little bit 10 minute video post. I'll do like a one minute question response on Snapchat. So that, like people do many, like a question, I'll answer it within one minute Snapchat. Yeah. You know, things like that. So it'll just be like short bursts, but it's like a good way to be on new prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, dude. That's, that's the way to go. Yeah, bro. All right, man. Yeah. Well, we appreciate having you on. Dude, I think, uh, this, was, I think this was good. We got to do it again sometime. Right on. All right, dude. We will talk to you next time. Wait, hold yeah, on. Jay's uh, going gonna to sign off. Oh. All right. All right, brother. Uh, hey, it was nice to meet you, man. Oh, bro. So nice to meet you too, man. Like, and so nice to catch up with you again, James, bro. Like, yeah. uh, uh, wait, you need to say how we met, bro. Oh, yeah. We, oh, fuck. We got to talk about yeah. that. Now, I didn't even know. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. If, I don't know who you are. <laughs> bro, we, we met in Vegas. Okay. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Oh, out. didn't you? T- I think you might have. We? We, we were we were getting fucking weird at Omnia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> scuxing around. Oh man, with, with uh, Skywalker and Wes was out there. Was, was Fausty with you guys? No, Faust was Faust was uh, passed out. Oh, <laughs> Faust, Faust was passed out by the bar. Oh, uh, we, we walked in and uh, Brendan Myers was there, and I, Brendan and I yeah. know each other a little bit, and. Uh, he was with Skywalker and uh, and Kieran over here, and I don't know. We were just kind of lumped in together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so funny. Skywalker such a crack up dude, eh? Like, oh my god. <laughs> oh man. That, yeah. Uh, that sounds well, like a yeah, fun was, time. That was an interesting night, and then we just like um, we just stayed connected from there, and yeah, um, yeah. I guess we kind of became bros via Instagram. You know, as, as it works, it's a pretty cool world when you see it that way. Eh? The power, the power of social media, right there. Oh yeah, bro. And now, yeah. now we're gonna. As soon as Kieran gets back in the U.S., we're gonna we're gonna scux it up some more, huh? Yeah, bro. I'm down. Are you hey, going to year. the LA Fair? Olympia? Hey. Oh, the Olympia. Okay, yeah, the Olympia. Yeah. You got to get out to the Arnold too. Have you? Oh, when's that? Um, first weekend of March, I think. Oh, I might or might not be back, but um, yeah. if I am back, I'll be in San Diego. So wherever it is, I'll, I'll have to make my way. Yeah, it's out in mm-hmm. Columbus, Ohio. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, okay. Not the not the greatest place in the world <laughs> at that time of year, but <laughs> but it's a good time. But either yeah. either way, we'll get down to San Diego and and, and yeah, bro. have That'll some fun. That's it. All right, dude. Well, this was awesome. Thanks again right. for doing it. Appreciate you. Later, man. It was good to meet you again. Yeah. Good to meet you too, man. We'll yeah. talk soon, man. Thanks, guys. Again, I appreciate you guys. You guys are really awesome. Like, um, like I've seen you, seen you guys' content, um, and like, it, it really, um, it really puts me in a good mood, man. Like when you when you have your little yarns and everything. So, 
Yeah, good on you, James, bro. All right, well, I appreciate that, guys. I really do. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. All right, brother. All right, brother. The Kiwi Skucks. Skucks Kiwi. I love, dude, New Zealand accents are so dope. Australian and New Zealand accents are like my favorite accents to listen to. We need to, we need to talk to him. We forgot to talk to him about how well he does with the ladies. Damn it. With that New Zealand accent in. It's just the video. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, 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 we definitely missed the boat there. We should have talked to him about how, how the French ladies like the New Zealand accent because I bet he kills. Oh, I bet. Like, he just introduces himself yeah. as a kid. All, all he has to do is say, hello. And I can't even do a cute, uh, New Zealand accent. But a Kiwi accent. But just imagine that, how he said it. Hello. And boom. Oh, yeah. It's over. They're ready. They're like, they're like, where do you live? Let's go now. Yeah, let's go now. But yeah, no, I think. A scucks, huh? I'm, it's going to catch on. I'm oh, just, dude, I'm going to start using it. Of course. I could see you. You're like the dude that would use it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I am the scucks, dude. Well, he's the Skucks dude, but yeah, I am. he's the original. He's the original the OG Skucks Kiwi. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool. It, it, he definitely brought some good insight to that. Like, I like I never would have imagined that. Yeah, you know, like I said, we met. You know, obviously in a party atmosphere, so it's already good. But then you see his energy and mm-hmm. how he is, and you would never imagine that. Oh, that guy's that guy probably never dealt with any depression or yeah. Whatnot. Like he he's just too happy. And that just like goes back to like what we had talked about uh, previously with just like, um, you know, like the best people out there, you would never know it, but had come from, you know, some sort of like struggle, whether it's like a mental, mental health thing or, or just like a rough upbringing or something like he was saying, you know, I think it just, it just brings attention to the fact that not, you know, that that everyone can be affected by that. But yeah, and people who go through it aren't alone, you know what I mean? And that, that's like a huge thing is I think a majority of people who, who struggle with that stuff do feel very alone, like they're the only person who is, who's going through that. But uh, a lot of people do, and you know, you heard the statistics on, on Americans that deal with just depression alone, not even including anxiety or just general mental illness. And uh, that's crazy, man. Yeah. So good stuff. Well, hopefully this helped you guys out. I think there's some good tips. Good tips, I think, that everyone can implement mm-hmm. into their daily life. And hopefully, I think that that will help some people. Um, but yeah, this was a good episode. Yeah, awesome. Op- off. Oh, Jesus. Awesome episode. Awesome guest. Yeah. Well, before we take off, make sure you guys leave a five-star review. Tell a friend. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Whatever, whatever platform you're listening on, do something positive for the podcast. That's your yes. homework. And then tell somebody because... And then tag us in it on your Instagram story so we can share it. Yeah. If you want, you don't have to, but that'd be tight. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> check out gunsmithbrand.com. From now on, if you use the code NFTW, you will get a 25% Ooh. off discount to anything on the site. We don't have a ton left after Black Friday, but we got some hats. We got some hoodies. We got some water bottles. We got some... Various sizes of it. Do we have joggers left? We have some joggers, I think. I ripped the hole in my jogger, like all the way through the knee. I thought, I thought you were going to say like the ass. I fell. No, I You fell. fell? Yeah, I fell like on a log that was in the snow and it like ripped. You see that? Look at that. It ripped all the way through my leggings and my joggers. 
pretty well, that's, shitty. That's what happens when you're a basic biatch so, and you try to take a snow picture. That was not. I was from sledding. I was like, I dropped in from like this little snow bank. <laughs> you dropped it, <laughs> and I got all the way down to the bottom, and then at the bottom, at the very bottom, was a log, and I fell over the log and like hit my knee into it, and it ripped straight through. And I was like, "Sick, dude, Masada, dude." I was pissed. I was so bummed out. I was like, "No, my only joggers, fuck." Well, we still have some. Tight. We still have some. Unless the people that are listening right now buy some. But anyway, that's, we've rambled enough. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you follow us on social media at Not For The Week PC. Follow Jeremy at Jeremy New GC. And it's the same for my Instagram and Twitter. So, and then James Mooney GC on all social media platforms Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Um, yeah, appreciate you guys for Tinder. listening. I don't have Tinder, Grinder. Isn't Grinder for dudes? Yeah, exactly. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, that's it for today. Stay savage, my friends.